Everyone, welcome to Ending the Drought, a Buffalo Bills fan podcast. This is Season 2, Episode 10, and here are your hosts, Jake Cranston and Jeff Webster. Jeffrey. My friend. What's a happening with you? Bills Mafia, mount up. I mean, <laughs> no let's go, huh? Oh, man. It's, what a it's game. really an exciting time. Last year was exciting. This is, yeah. I mean, it's close to topping the entire last year this week, you know? Yeah, well, the anticipation, I think, is just that much higher this year just it's because crazy. of what we did last year. Yep. But, uh, yeah, man, I mean, uh, two shutouts in the first four weeks, that's that's ginormous. We I don't talked care about who it. we are. We talked about it. If our defense ever gets to be top 10, top 15, anything in that range, man, we're a dangerous team. Yeah. And they well exceeded that. Way, way over that. Yeah, they've, they've went above and beyond – I think um, what we maybe expected, I don't know that uh, I would have guessed we would have had two shutouts uh, in the whole season. Bar- right. You know what I mean? It's just, it, it's the NFL. So Did for- we get a shutout last year? I just, I don't know why that just crossed my mind immediately. Right I don't now. remember getting any. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we did. Yeah, I don't think we did either. I don't think we've, we've had a, a, a sh- actual shutout since, I think it goes back to like 2009, I thought, wasn't it? That could be. I don't know. It, it was just like, it just it just entered my mind when you said that two shutouts yeah. in four games. I'm going. We even have a shutout at all last year, and I don't think we did. Like I, yeah. Well, we're the first team. Uh, actually, I'm sorry. We're the third team uh, since 2000 and 1991 to post a shutout in the first four weeks of the season. 2000, the Baltimore Ravens did it, and they went to the Super Bowl. And 1991, the Washington Redskins did it, and they also went to the Super Bowl. And that wow. was one shutout. Uh, two. It was two post, posted two shutouts in the first four weeks of okay. the season. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So the two teams that did exactly what we did actually Both went, went to out to win the Super Bowl. Yep. Wow. Well, and I know it's only the preseason, but we also did it to Green Bay. I mean, oh, yeah. right. We had yeah. some good showing so far. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. So it's 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 awesome to see. I mean, our defense is playing at an extremely high level right yeah. now. And oh, I know, yeah. and like you said earlier, Jeff, when we're we're talking about. The Bills shutouts, people are, you know, it's going around that, no, the Bills didn't play anybody. But it's not just, like you said, it's not just that we're we're beating people. We're we're destroying teams yeah. right now. Kyle Brandt was on GR earlier today, and he, he said, don't, you know, don't apologize for anything. You guys definitely, you know, you don't set the schedule. You got to play who you got to play. But you're not just beating teams. You are beating teams up. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that's obviously, like we talked about, that's, exactly what's happened you know i mean you, you mentioned it early about that three game point differential greatest number of a positive uh point differential through three games in the history of the club yeah uh, that's huge that, 20 yeah 118 to 21 to 21 yeah so. yeah yeah 97 <laughs> point differential it, yeah it's insane it's insane yeah it was a great game so my report from the game because i was at the game uh number one can I just get into real real quick about how this week's uh, COVID, um, you know, getting in, I should say, with showing your proof of vaccination. Right. For me, this week was a cluster fuck. Nice. I'm just going to say that right off the bat. So just to explain to you guys here sitting here with me and then some fans out there that are listening in case you want to go to a game. Number one, they do have a staff shortage. It's 100% sure. evident at the gate. Just like everybody else. Everybody else. So when they tell you to get to the game, 
And if you want to get in without staying there for a half hour to 40 minutes, you've got to do it. Uh, we showed up because we have clubs, uh, we have club tickets. So our, our, our entrance is usually pretty easy to get through. There's right. never, never a line. But what they did this, this time was there was one kid and I mean, kid probably in his early twenties that were, he was checking your vaccination, whether it was your card or your Excelsior pass. And they had the line that merged in for the normal tickets and our club tickets all in one line going through oh. to show one dude, one guy, your vaccination proof. Right. So thousands of people were going through this one little gate to try to get through showing one person. So we stood in line for 40 minutes Wow. to get yeah. through, just to get through this guy, to go to our line at club level that had nobody in it. Right. Nobody. Right. So it's, it's frustrating. And, um, it's just it's it's such it's a pain. So if you, if you're going to a game, everybody make sure you if you want ease to get into the game, get there around like quarter to twelve, right? Roughly, so you don't have to worry about that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Beat the crowd, get in a little bit early. Yeah, uh, and and I'm sure this is a, a learning experience for them also. So hopefully that will expand. Um, you know, it's too bad they don't have some sort of turnstile system where you can use that QR code um, on the Excelsior Pass or something. Just boom, quick scan, go. That would be thing. ideal. But I'm afraid my thought would be, of course, then you might pass your phone to the guy behind you. But it seems like everybody's individual. Like if it's scanned once, it can't be scanned again. It doesn't seem like that would be impossible to do. Yeah, and they're not scanning. They're not checking IDs, Jeff and Jason. Yeah. So, like, literally a, a kid that was probably in his mid-20s, like, it could have been anybody. I right. just I just show the guy, boom, go ahead. I mean, he doesn't right. even barely look at it because the thing is, what do you expect from a 25-year-old right. kid when you have thousands of people pushing in to get? Yep. I mean, people are literally just want to get through. Right. And, you know, he's like looking, looking like there's people. He's not going to stop you and be like, uh, you know what I mean? It's, yep. So it's, yeah. it's just a weird situation. Well, and there's, beyond that, there's only so far they can go. I mean, you get to the point where you're like, what are we doing this for? You know, like it, what if this system doesn't work out and they have to push it further? What is it? Do they take pictures of everyone? Like, you know, I mean, it's just there's only so much you can do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And they say they what they're doing is they control it um, similar to like uh, the border, I guess. They have um, I don't know what the name of their positions are, but let's just call them um, healthcare workers. They right. have different people walking around in these coats with um, clipboards. And they're randomly checking people that walk through the gate right. to make sure they're validated. So, for instance, last week there was only four people um, that got turned away. This week was like twenty. Right. So, right. So they're catching. So they're some getting people. better and better at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're, they're catching some people. But I it's guess, but. it's a drag on society, and it is what it is. Like you know, I mean, if everybody got vaccinated, it'd be a wonderful world. But they yeah. didn't, and now we have to do some of this stuff. And um, yeah, you know. The, the beauty of it is you get to watch a blowout <laughs> victory. Yeah. I mean, if it had been a 40 to nothing loss, you'd have really been pissed. Oh, absolutely. You know, going through all that just, to watch the bills get blown up. You just got to think of it like it's a ride at Disneyland. It's worth yeah, it, damn right, it. Right, right. Yeah. Eventually, it'll be worth it. Yeah, yeah. Once, you, once you get in the park, that's where it's all, it's all about there. <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> right. But, man, it was pouring. Like, uh, we, dude, we I can't imagine. I watched that game. Two hours, cow. man. I, we, as soon as It's like a 10-minute walk for us. We park off of Abbott past Danny's restaurant. So it's like a 10-minute walk, which right. isn't bad. But as soon as we left, it started, like, 
kind of misting. Right. And then it just got worse and worse. So two hours worth up until about halftime, it just poured. And, uh, dude, it was, it was just whack, whack. Even with rain gear and stuff. Yeah, man, it didn't I matter. Yeah, yeah, you're soaked. Didn't matter. So do you think that had any effect on us only scoring three out of seven red zone uh, attempts? Or what do you think the deal is with that? Um, I think that maybe played a part. I, I think um, also with the competition at hand, you know, they didn't press. They didn't need to. Yeah. They, they were in control of the game pretty much from the kickoff. So, well, and. It wasn't it like twenty six in a row we had that we had points in the red zone. Yeah, I mean, so you know we're doing pretty good. Yeah, but there's people, well, there's callers calling in the GR saying like that. Well, the Bills can't get into the red zone seven times and only score three touchdowns out of seven. That's not going to cut it against the Chiefs. And Chris Brown's answer to that was, well, you're playing the 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 Texans, so it's not like if you kick four field goals that you have to worry about the Texans straining off like three scores in a row or something. I yeah, know. ultimately they needed one field goal. Yeah. That that would have been the game. Right. So, yeah, I get it. Like, um, you don't have to press. Don't. Don't. Josh Allen didn't have to throw for 500 yards. Great. Run the ball. Yeah. You know? Um, again, was it flawless? No. Obviously it wasn't. But, you know, they're still putting it all together. And I have uh, – I am anticipating that – Hopefully, coming to a head come Sunday night, I really do. I yeah. now we find now we find out whether it can happen when it counts. Right, right. You know, and and like I say, man, there's all these doubters that are oh yeah, I didn't play anybody. Blah blah blah. You know what? Cal Brandt said it. Don't apologize for nothing. You know, you're beating people up, man. Just just keep doing what you're doing and ignore everything. And I think for the most part, that's what this team does. Like they could really give a rip. Whoever thinks whatever they want to think, that's fine. That They don't care. They just want to go out and perform week after week after week, one game at a time. Everybody said, oh, it's a trap game. Oh, it's a trap game. Didn't look like a trap game to me. It looked like they knew who they were playing, and they got their you know, their plan in place, and uh, it worked to perfection. I mean, as far as score-wise goes, anyway. What's your arrow? Any arrows down for, for you in that game? Like anything that you noticed? On the Bill side? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the ball um, control, as far as not fumbling, things like that, that's something they definitely need to work on. But it wasn't like they had a bunch of penalties or any one single person, you know, did anything terribly wrong. Yeah. Um, the the backups came in and and they played well. I yeah, I don't, I can't think of anything. Nothing offhand. particular. No. I mean, for me, it's just, um, I guess, the red zone scoring for yes. me. I would like to see a little bit uh, better as far as. Not red zone scoring, you know, they got field goals, but but being able touchdowns. to turn those into touchdowns, um, it's not concerning to me, but I would just like them to be able to see a more uh, consistent that game. Um, where but we scored 40 points, I'm not trying to be, uh, oh, yeah, know, no, hard we, we on talked it, about it before. It's, just, it's hard to nitpick when you win 40 to nothing, but yeah. there's always something you gotta you can take away from a game and learn from. And yep. and I'm sure every member of the Bills would tell you on offense and defense, there were things they could have done better. Oh, absolutely. I think it goes even beyond nitpicking a little bit. I think it's like if we perform the exact same game that we played last week against Kansas City, we won't win. I mean, I just feel like we can't win the way we played. Right. You know, we have to improve on all those little things that we've been talking about. Yeah, I was saying that too. Like, we can't fumble the ball three times and expect to get them all three of them back. Right. Or Josh to throw an interception, an interception in the first, the first play. five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah you might be yeah. in the hole seven points, three or four minutes into the game. If you do that again. Yeah. Yeah. And again, um, those are those things you're talking about, right? 
it's not nitpicking. It's just pointing out areas of uh, of possible concern, and they may not show up. Right. Until we see Kansas this game, City. we don't know whether there's something we have to worry about. Right. And who knows how far they would have pressed. Um, maybe a different play design, maybe something a little, uh, I don't know, a little more dangerous instead of the safe run play, knowing they could kick a field goal because they didn't have to run the score up. I mean, dear God. If you think about what that score would have looked like had they scored touchdowns on those four field goals. It would have been over 50. Yeah. Easy. Easy. Yeah. 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 Yep. I mean, so, yeah, I don't think they really had to, to press hard. They didn't go for a lot of fourth down stuff. They they played semi-conservative, I think, you know, a lot of uh, – I mean, and you can't play conservative uh, when it comes to Josh Allen. He only plays the game one way, you know, and he sees an opportunity to throw the ball 30, 40 yards down the field. He's taking it. It doesn't matter who you're playing, but, but um, yeah, I I um, I think this week, like Jason pointed out, it'll it'll be a good test. It'll be a good test to see where this team really is. You and know? there and there were some really amazing plays this last game. It was yeah, really fun to watch. There it were. was it was it was. Plus, my arrow up for this week is the shuffle of the offensive line. I really liked that they were able to get Spencer Brown into that yeah. right tackle position, um, sliding over. Uh, Daryl Williams to the right guard. They ran the ball for 200 yards, which they they looked better in the run game, just moving guys off the line. Um, There's Spencer Brown was pushing guys out into um, off the the ball all the way into the sideline. Man, yeah, we talked. He's, he's a beast. Got a, he's got a little nasty. He's you know? yeah, and I mean that's exactly what you wanted an offensive lineman. You know, just Absolutely. a little bit of a just a little bit of a sharp edge, just to you know maybe occasionally push somebody into the dirt you know i mean he's did make did a you, statement did you see that uh uh one of the cornerbacks that uh, was like five time guy i can't remember his name but he got up in spencer brown's face for something and spencer brown was doing the thing over him like <laughs> I, I can't see you like you're i hear something but i don't see anybody yeah. <laughs> yeah, did you like, see that by chance no, I'll, I did I'll have to not. show it to you later it was, like, it's super funny well i i i had a picture off twitter i was showing jason and we talked about these guys and why spencer brown went to tackle instead of guard blah 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 well i looked it up so daryl williams is six five mitch morris is six six and of course spencer brown six eight yeah so he is a big boy you know um he looks good on the outside of that line so i don't think they have to really do too much um but yeah i mean it's just one more piece in a pretty complex puzzle and um yeah, he's really good. I mean, yeah. I, he he performed well, like you you pointed out. He did a really really nice job. Yeah, I mean, he he graded pretty decent. Um, uh, he's still a, a third round rookie right now, so he's still got a lot of work to go. But oh, sure. I, I think the athleticism is evident. I think obviously we're just talking about the the kid's size. He's huge. Yep, he can move people, strong, but he's like extremely athletic for being six eight. Like whatever he is, like three forty five or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's funny because he's six he's eight. Huge. He actually looks a little lean. You he, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like it looks like he could add body body mass and mm-hmm. not not hurt him a bit because he carries his weight extremely well. Yeah, he is a big big boy. He's a monster. I I think that's a really good move by our, our coaching staff. Cody Ford allowed against the the skins and we won that game fairly handily, but he right. allowed over eleven pressures that game. So. Right. I think that's one of the reasons why they were looking at making a move because he's just getting beat too bad inside. Yep. So, um, and I don't know what they're going to do with Feliciano when he comes back. If they're going to 
work him back into maybe uh, left guard uh, instead of right guard or how they're going to shuffle it. He's very flexible. But, I mean, he's played multiple positions on the line, so I yeah. could do that. Now, McDermott said in the last press conference that he's keeping the line at where, where it was Pat from last for this game. week, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So I, that means they have confidence in what they did and what they saw. Well, they so. must have liked what yeah, yeah what they saw from Spencer Brown, or that would have changed. But yeah, yeah. yeah. So so that's that's a, a positive thing I think moving forward for our offense. Um, obviously, we saw against Pittsburgh that we're getting our butts beat. Yeah, yeah. Beat on, just from a four man rush, so that was concerning. Washington wasn't too much of an issue. Um, I mean, they did pressure us, but Josh you know, had a good, decent pocket to get out of it. And then Miami, I think they only had a couple sacks on us, so it wasn't yeah, it wasn't horrible. Wasn't bad. So so that yeah, that's that's a good sign to see the shuffle and and, and to have uh have a guy like Spencer Brown be able to move in as a rookie like that. So Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they hold up against Kansas City. You know, we we talked about it. it two and two, you know, Kansas City still obviously isn't out of anything. Uh, they gave, they're giving up a bunch of yards and points. I'm sure that's concerning for them. I'm sure that's something they're working on. Um, but you gotta be feeling pretty good if you're the bills offense, Yeah, knowing that basically at least two of the four games that we played in, we haven't really been synced, you know, um, even this last game, Josh Allen's numbers were great. The, uh, running game worked. But it wasn't um, it wasn't as flashy as what you might ordinarily think. But the weather was terrible. I mean, it, yeah, I think the Bills are finding their their place from last year. I, I think they're just think getting so. back to that that comfort zone where the confidence is there. Everybody's on the same page. Um, I think it'll happen. But I think it's just yeah, used to playing with crowds again. I mean, right. I know these guys grew up doing that, but when you go a whole year without playing with any crowd noise and stuff, sure, that's got to make a little, just a little bit of difference this year, yeah. you know. Yeah, and they just, talked about consistency with the uh, practice schedule and all that stuff too. Yeah, you know, um, line calls, things like that, where Josh has to communicate, offensive linemen that they got to communicate, things like that. You know, you got crowd noise; it's 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 just harder a little bit, so that can just make things come together a little more slow, you know. Yeah, and I'm sure they're working on that for this week because everybody knows Kansas City is one of those yeah. places you go and you're going to hear it. You're, there's definitely going to be crowd noise this week. Yeah, 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 they're a loud stadium from what I understand. Oh, yeah. And my buddy went to the playoff game last year. They actually it's, – it's so weird uh, how different stadiums and different uh, states and stuff work. But so at, like, the Bill Stadium, you guys know, like, you can only get like top shelf liquor or or anything like that in like suites or clubs, right? Um, but it's it's just like like a mixed drink, or you can do a shot or whatever like that, and then that's it. Well, in Kansas City, you can have bottles of liquor at your seat. Wow! Like drinking liquor. It sounds like they don't have fans like we have fans. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say. <laughs> so my buddy said that like he goes like Bills fans are rowdy, and you know you get a lot of uh, inebriated fans and stuff like that. He's like KC's just as bad or maybe worse because of really they just you don't you can bring liquor to your seat dude dude i don't know how they don't have molotov cocktails and shit like that (laughs) that would be my biggest concern in buffalo no no oh there's a fire at the 10 yard line i was just gonna say what the hell (laughs) and stefan Diggs catches it in the end zone and oh god he's on fire (laughs) yeah Yeah. josh josh throws a pick first play someone throws a (laughs) fire down (laughs) 
<laughs> the you gotta bench. stop the game. Yeah, that's yeah. But yeah, that's yeah, weird, man. That's nuts, man. That's crazy. So, but yeah, it's uh, I heard yeah, I've heard a lot of uh, crazy stories that their fans are pretty nuts, man. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, maybe the safest place to be is on the field. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, maybe not in the stands. Well, when you got bottles of liquor at your seat, I mean, that's a yeah, that's arm. crazy. Like holy cow. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, maybe, maybe, they, own, huh? <laughs> maybe they figure if they're going to be drunk assholes anyway, they could at least make some real good money on it. No doubt. Yeah. That's yeah. just crazy. So, well, we got uh, KC at the 31st ranked defense, like yards allowing right now. So, yep. I mean, I you got to think that we're going to press pretty hard this week. Oh, for sure. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I think, um, yeah, they're going to, they're going to know that it's, the defense is way better. Don't get me wrong, but it's going to be difficult keeping Kansas City off the scoreboard. They're they're not going to shut them out. So, the only thing you can do beyond what you can do on defense is, of course, to put up points. And I think yeah. you will see them press when they get in the red zone, doing whatever they have to do creatively to turn those appearances into into touchdowns. They're not going to want to kick field goals. They certainly yeah. aren't. But I mean, not that they wouldn't. But I think they know that they're going to have to outscore this team, even if the defense is, is playing just as well as it has, and we may be missing a couple of pieces. So yeah, yeah, you got to put up points. We're going to put up man. points. Yeah, you got to put up points, and then the the biggest keys to this game is you you got to stop two guys. Well, if you want to consider Mahomes, obviously is one two, but uh, right. you gotta you gotta get to Mahomes pressure wise, and then you got to be able to stop Kelsey. Or just keep them at bay, and then obviously you can't let Tyreek Hill beat you deep, man. Right. That's the the killer. You, what do you have for for yards last week, Jeff? You have oh Kelsey, um, Tyreek oh, Hill, Tyreek Hill, hundred and eighty or eighteen. Yeah. I don't remember, yeah. but three touchdowns torched the Eagles. Yeah, yeah. Jason has him on his fantasy team. He kicked butt. Yeah. this week. But I mean, it's, it's true. Yeah, it's, you, you gotta you gotta keep them at bay somehow. So you gotta. I, I what I'm thinking they're gonna probably end up doing is. Um, Trey White will probably shadow him. You yeah, know? maybe that uh, modified zone they play where they run a little bit of man-to-man and yep. a lot of zone. And, you know, I I really feel that their best chance this year is the fact that they can they can get pressure with four guys. And I think that's crazy important they do that. That's huge this year to have the – They have to do that. I mean, they have I'm to. Thinking, this is the, yeah. the first team that we've – played this year that's going to have more than one super weapon on their team yeah. that we have to worry about exactly and we have struggled with that for the past two years i mean i i don't know if we figured out a solution to that yet but i'm excited to find out yeah, yeah. we got to get healthy too we got to get milano back yep right um, Poyer. we got to get Poyer, and we got to get uh taron johnson back i yeah. think those three three guys will will definitely hurt our defense if we if all those three of them are out man yeah that's gonna be tough for uh, we we have depth and i i totally get it but those three it's not guys the same out. thing. Yeah, that's going to be tough. Right. You know, because I mean, to be able to rush four, get pressure with four and then and then be able to rely on our 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 back end of our defense to cover these guys is going to be I think part of the key to the game. I don't think we're going to want to blitz a lot because No. That's where Mahomes can beat you bad. He is they uh, talked about that. He, he is I think the best quarterback against the blitz in the NFL. Yeah. He will eat you up. Yeah. If you have to blitz all the time, it's not gonna it's not gonna go well. If that's the game plan, no, not no. at all. No, I can't see it. So, yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a great game. I mean, Sunday night, you know, yeah, it's, it's fantastic, man. And uh, I guess the weather's supposed to be great 
like 70s or 80s or something and clear skies Is in it? Kansas City. Yeah, it's supposed to be a really good good weather game, so won't be any issues there. Um, yeah, it, it should be fun. It should be a good game. Like I say, I... Yeah, it's going to be a good matchup. Somebody somebody uh, on GR was talking about the fact that they're they're putting the Bills' chances of success around 51% because they don't think 50-50 is very fair to anybody. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm a little – I think I'm a little better than that. I, I think I'm around 65% um, sure that they're going to they're gonna be victorious this time. The biggest thing is All right. I think the mental game is probably going to be the hardest part. Well, yeah, getting that monkey off your back, right? It's just like New England, like, right? We were never going to beat New England, and then you beat them, and now it's like, yeah. I can't wait to play them. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see them losing to New England there's, for a while. Yeah, there's a lot of factors of why this game is going to be difficult for both teams. You know, we've yeah. both been wildly inconsistent. Both have been performing under what we were sort of expected to, you know, offensively, and it's an important game for both of us to win. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Like, like we talked about, the offense really – is still playing fine. They're top top couple three teams in the uh, in the league in scoring. Um, but yeah, defensively, we're at opposite ends of the map. Like mm-hmm. where we're lining up in first in most statistical categories that mean anything, they're near the bottom. So hopefully, we can take advantage of that. And uh, and if the defense can give us a couple of short fields, maybe we can get up where we can control the play of the game, forcing them to, to throw the ball, you know, getting out of that running game altogether. I, I, it doesn't scare me. The only time they really ran on us was that one game we kind of gave up the run to stop the pass, and that didn't pan out. So Yeah, they're not going to be able to do that again. So They're not going to be able to run the ball on us like that this, this nah, time. I don't think it's so just not going to happen. No. I mean, I don't think – Our defense is too good now. Yeah, they're, they're, they're really good. At, they haven't allowed a 100-yard rusher yet. Right. Um. Shout out to Star Latulay, by the way. Yeah. I'm really glad he is back. He is making a difference on that line. Star's been big for us. Yeah. But I mean Ed Oliver stepped up big last game too. Sure did. Against Houston. He he actually looked like the guy we've been waiting to see. Right. You know? Right. But and we didn't really get a bunch of sacks, I don't think, like what four. I mean, a, a fair amount. Yeah. But man, did we throw just Put him in some terrible positions to throw ignorant I passes. I want horrible passes. I want Ed Oliver get to the point where I can come on the podcast and be like, "He is who I thought we, you know, <laughs> he, he is who I thought he'd be, you know, something like that, you know." Maybe next week, huh? <laughs> yeah. I just, yeah, I'm, I, I'm really pulling for the guy to to be a, a, a solid defense tackle in this league. He's just, he's, he had a rough sled, you know. Yeah, yeah, I. It's funny because I'm trying to remember they're talking about somebody else that is uh, not on the on the Bill squad, but it's like year five or six, and he just now kind of coming into his own. Like everybody, everybody comes around at their own pace, and you know, you know, Josh Allen's an example of that. You look at you know, look at Herbert; he comes in the league, and it seems like from the time he steps on the field, he's just gold. You know, that didn't go that way for Josh. He didn't have the experience. He, it took him a little time to put it all oh, together. Yeah. But um, but everybody's got their own pace, their own way of doing stuff. And, yeah, Ed Oliver seems to have really turned a corner this year. I mean, he really he really appears to have it. So Yeah, I'm pulling for him, man. Me too. And what, what was your thoughts on the the New England-Tampa uh, uh, Bay game? Did you get to catch Dude, any of I don't, it? Or I what? don't understand. And, and again – this is a little nitpicky, but 
I seen a power ranking today, and it had Bills third, which is awesome. Mm. But it was like Arizona, Tampa Bay, Buffalo. Yeah, they they barely got out of there with a win. I know it, it is New England. I mean, I get it. Everybody's got this fantasy about New England. No matter what, they're always a good team. Well, guess what? They weren't very good last year. Personally, I don't think they're going to be very good this year. But for whatever reason, Tom Brady's what like fifty percent of his pass you know pass completion percent was like fifty yeah. percent. He didn't yeah. throw any touchdowns. They struggled. Man, Belichick's got his number. Maybe I don't know, but well, the, but that certainly, in my opinion, didn't earn them a, a number two spot on any power ranking anywhere. Yeah. Well, um, Bill Pal- Bill Belichick is is uh, a defensive guru, so to speak. For sure, and I get that. You know, the thing that he he did in that game is he knows Brady and he knows what Brady can do. He knows what kind of looks he's good with. And the one thing that he had, um, you know, that's why he struggled, speaking of Brady, is because Belichick was throwing every every play he was throwing different looks at him. Because the one thing that you know Brady is if you give the guy the same type of look over and over, now he's going to start torching you because he's oh, just yeah. been in the league that long. He's that smart of a quarterback. So Belichick was – I watched that whole game, and Belichick was throwing different looks every single snap at the guy. He was he was doing his um, his patent, every defensive player standing up at the line, moving around. You know what I mean? Right, you, you don't right. know who's coming. You don't know who's dropping. Yep. He, I mean, to give the guy credit. He came up with a really good game plan against – Brady. Well, yeah. I'll tell you nobody's what. seen more game tape on him. <laughs> no, man. No. Yeah, and not only that, but let's flip the coin over and Mac Jones completes 19 straight passes at one point. Dude, he was running a, a no huddle offense, calling plays at the line. Dude, which I mean you both are like Matt jo- Mac Jones is not going to be a great quarterback. He he put, you know, a middling guy like but the one thing I do give him credit for is he is smart. Um, oh and, yeah, and uh, maybe he's not the most athletic and the the strongest uh, right. arm out there, but for a rookie to to run a no huddle offense against a defense like that, gotta give him some credit. Oh, for sure. Know? But where's Tampa Bay? I mean, like the world champs. Yeah, they had Patrick Mahomes running for his life last year. Yeah, and they didn't have an answer. I mean, I. I'd That's maybe, what I mean. Like I don't get it where they they are earned a position to be second in any any ranking after a game where I mean it's Mac Jones. I, sure. And even if he's going to be Joe Montana one day, he's still a rookie quarterback this year. Yeah, I don't know, and, man. Uh, maybe kudos to Belichick one more time because he had their number on both sides of the ball. They were pressuring him as far as blitzing. Uh, at one point, it was over forty percent of the time, man. Yeah, it was a and long field goal that went off the post. Like, yeah, they were that close to stealing a win away from Tampa Bay, and and uh, yeah, probably I mean, about the only time I was kind of hoping they would, <laughs> which is probably kind of weird for a lot of people, right? Because I still yeah. love to watch New England lose. I really do, but yeah, it's it's a toss up between watching Tom Brady lose and New England lose for me. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I was kind of the same way. I'm looking yeah. at like I'm like I'm, I don't want him to hit this field goal because. I just want the pass to lose, but then I'm like, I don't want Brady to walk out of there with, right. with, with a win one either. More but, win either, but either yeah, way. it is what it is. But yeah, but how about the freaking Jets beating Tennessee though, dude? Tennessee, I I don't know, I really don't know. 
I mean, they didn't have Julio Jones. Um, I get you it. Know, they didn't but have. They still uh, couldn't stop him from scoring, though. That's the it was problem. AJ Brown, right? AJ Brown and Julio Jones were both out for yeah. the game, right? And again, neither but one of those guys defense. play defense. Yeah, you're I, right. If you can't stop the Jets from scoring, and the Jets haven't scored what over 14 points yet this year, yeah, like in a game, Dude. I mean, they've been bad. And uh, Tennessee, I don't get it. Tennessee's defense is just—I mean, I don't know if they just had a bad. Well, we had day. this conversation. Had a bad day, but where's where's the defense in the NFL? Yeah, yeah I mean, like, I mean, where is it at? Arizona and Buffalo. You know, I mean, like, it just seems like there's a lot of teams that yeah, have been the, strong historically, just are not very good. Well, yeah, the Rams yeah. got torched, you know, and we yeah. were we were both saying that the Rams look really good. Yep. Uh, their defense was playing pretty pretty lights out, and uh, Arizona made them look pretty pretty basic. That was man. not a blowout, but it was about as close to a blowout as you can get without calling it a blowout. Yeah, yeah I mean, that you, was they handled them. You'd be hard pressed to name three teams that were considered to be contenders who have been consistent so far. Yeah. It's and, almost impossible. And right. Dallas right now, Dallas's defense looks freaking good. Yep. Which, which is, is like, kind of weird. It is super weird because they're, they were like, they looked like the, the chiefs right now, like Dallas, they had a, a really good offense last year until Dak got hurt. Right. Their defense just got torched. Remember the, oh, the yeah, points they're giving sure. up. Yep. And that's kind of what the chiefs are doing right now, which, which is odd. Um, but it yeah, is. Dallas could be, an, and I hate Dallas. You guys know that. <laughs> right. But Dallas could be a sneaky team to be one of the top in the NFC to make a push, you know, in the playoffs and, and forward if they keep playing yeah. this way, dude. Yep. I think I actually had picked um, Dallas to win that division, but I don't think that was a great stretch either. I mean, <laughs> well, Dak yeah. Prescott's I mean, really good, and pretty much everybody who else you think is was going to win. Sad, F- but even fits. Yeah, right. even that Prescott <laughs> bombed the second game. You know, I mean, like it's just. Yeah, that's what it is. Right. Right. Yeah. It, well, a lot of people know. were counting on the Giants to be way better than they are. How the Giants beat the Saints? Yeah, I know. Well, that's, again, the Saints. Great, horrible. Great, horrible. Like, they, they don't even know who they are or what they're doing right now. It's all over the map. It is weird because they went to New England and laid New England, like, out, no problem. Yeah. And then they go home and they lose to the Giants in the overtime. I'm like, Wait, what? what? Yeah. Weird. Yeah, man. it's been a weird season. There's no doubt about it. And yeah. um and I'm glad we are we are cheering on the team that we are because it works out very well. Absolutely. Um speaking of obviously this upcoming game, well, we're looking at a three and a half point deficit right now. Right. Which is which is means that's an even game because they're at home. For sure. If it was on uh, neutral turf, it would be an even even game. Um what do you like in this game, matchup wise? You know, what are you looking at as far as um, you know? Let's start off offensively for the Bills. What do you like matchup wise? Well, I, I honestly like the fact that um, we have so many weapons. You know, it's a different philosophy, of course, because where they have a couple of key guys that you have to know where they're at all the time. You take one guy away, you just open it up for somebody else. Dawson Knox has been a beast. Uh, latch out in the red zone. You know, that's who I was going to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Emmanuel Sanders has been huge. Uh, we haven't even needed to really get Gabe Davis going. I think he will get going, but we haven't had to, you know, rely on him quite as much. Same thing with Beasley. Um, I mean, yeah, Beasley, um, you know, Isaiah McKenzie. We we got guys we haven't used yet, um, probably to their full capacity. And maybe that's part of the game plan going into this week. You know, maybe 
playing the teams that we played, everybody gets the tape and they all go, uh, you know, Manuel Sanders and Diggs and Dawson Knox, and they forget about some of these other guys. Our running game got going last week, like, really, really well. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, yep. there's just – when you're playing the when the – one of the top offenses plays one of the worst defenses. You anticipate being able to um, hopefully move the ball somewhat at will. It's not going to be at will, but, you know, I mean, you expect to be able to put up points most of the time you get into the red zone. So, oh, yeah. And touchdowns, not field goals. Yeah, touchdowns are big. Big. I mean, that's – This we, week we is going to be huge. Yeah. 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 yeah, and one of the things I've noticed just watching some games back that the Chiefs lost, uh, for instance um, – Offensively, the um, Chargers going against the Chiefs, they the the Chiefs were blitzing the crap out of them, right? Just constantly blitzing, and they had they had no answer, you know, after blitzing them because they were just getting beat constantly. So, like, what I'm looking for is, I think they're going to blitz Jossie on a lot, right? And I and I think that um, we just we have to be good against the blitz this week. To move the ball and and, and you know, to a, score, he's so. also one of those guys that historically has done very well um, against the blitz too. So yeah, I mean, I'm optimistic. I, I don't I don't think I think the greater battle is going to be just what our defensive line can do against that offensive line. Yeah, I think that's going to be big because they do have a revamped offensive line. Um, again, a talented one, but five games into a new season, you don't know just how well all those players have meshed. Um, and I think the Bills will give them a pretty good test. I think they'll they'll get some pressure on Mahomes and hopefully force some mistakes. Like I said, if we can get a couple of short fields, um, that's going to really, really pay yeah. off. The turnover battle is going to be big in this game, I think. It is. You know, that's, that's one thing that I think both defenses actually uh, have the same amount of, of turnovers. Well, our defense actually, um, we've got eleven turnovers. They've got four. So, oh yeah, I was looking at the wrong yeah. thing. Yeah, defensively, yeah, we forced yeah. eleven. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So yeah, we eleven eleven turnovers in the first four games is great. So yeah, you're right, Jeff. If we we have to definitely get in there and and win the turnover battle because that's like you said, if we can create a short field. Um, Gets more scoring chances. Yeah, not that give way. them a, score, a short field. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And we got to turn those, you know, field goals that we had last week into touchdowns for sure. We're gonna need them. Yeah, we got to get ahead of of the Chiefs. And that's the thing too that I was thinking um, is if we can get ahead of the Chiefs, get up by some scores, now we can kind of grind the clock out a little bit with that run game. Yep. You know, take some pressure off of Josh a little bit, um, and you know, just. And that's kind of what they always say. That's a good way to beat Pat Mahomes is keep him off the field, right? Right, right. yeah. So if we can kind of grind grind out the run game a little bit better, get up a couple scores, um, you know, and that's going to force the the Chiefs to not not be desperate, but to try to stretch out some more plays Well, you have to start taking chances like that, so. too, yeah. right? If you're a defense and you're down a couple of scores and the clock's ticking, now you got to start taking some chances. you got to exactly. start – jumping some routes and, and hoping that you can get a turnover. And that might play right into the Bills' hands. Like, they might be able to beat that, you know, maybe for long plays. We just got to hang on to the ball, too. I mean, yeah. they're, they're a scrappy defense, even though they're, they've been playing, you know, under par from what they did last year. So I think as far as 
just hang on to the ball. I mean, they're going to, you know, be trying to punch the ball out, you know, strip, stripping the ball. Yeah. And I think they take note into that. Like last week, we fumbled it three times. So, yep. you know, oh, yeah, they'll be pushing guys, holding them up, standing them up, trying to get arms in there, knock the, the ball, ball loose. Yep. It'll be definitely that kind of game. And um, obviously, as much as the Bills remember last year, uh, Kansas City is well aware of the fact that the Bills will be gunning for them. Yeah. You know, their their Bills are going to bring their best game and their best effort. And Kansas City's got to know it. they got to be prepared for that, too. So yeah. they're not going to lay over or lay down for anybody. It, you know, you're going to have to earn it. If yes. you want it, you got to go get it. Sean McDermott I, wants this game, man. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised at all if we had a fairly low-scoring game compared to what you would normally expect out of the Bills. Um, did you guys have any score predictions? I immediately – Went into this game thinking it was going to be like a 31-20 uh, game, uh, Buffalo. 31-20? Yeah. I think I was uh, actually very close to that. I, I was saying the Bills 30-33, to 33, and I think holding them under three touchdowns is going to be tough. So I, I guess if I put a number on it, it'd be like 33-24. Mm-hmm. You know, just enough that uh, eight – a touchdown on a two-point conversion wouldn't get – they'd have to get two scores to get back in the game. I think the Bills would give themselves that cushion if they can. What yeah, I was thinking like 28-24, something like that. 20-24? So yeah. you're saying, I, don't think, I don't think anyone's going to break 30. I really don't. Write them yeah. down, guys. There's yeah. just too much stress and, you know, our defense is too good. and Yeah, Jake. I just don't think it's going to happen. Jake. Yeah. Give me a 31-20 to buff, Jeff. And then whoever – Whoever wins, like, let's say I win, then you guys have to buy me like a large cheese pepperoni pizza or something. <laughs> okay, <laughs> large? What are you hungry? <laughs> I, will, I will be. We could eat a whole pepper. Uh, Jason, cheese pepperoni you pizza. got 28, oh, yeah. 24 <laughs> buffalo. Jeff is going to say, Would you say 33 uh, to 24, I believe it was, right? Yes. 33 points. 24. Okay. Yep. All right. All right. Nice. Yeah. <clears throat> now, at the Good. same time, it would not surprise me if the Bills had an opportunity to put 50 points on them. I think they will. I don't think they're going to take their foot off the gas if they have an opportunity to run the score up. I think just to send a message not only to the Chiefs, to, to the league that we're here and we're here to stay and watch out. Oh, yeah. I think they'll do it. I like, think that's what we all want to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And like I was saying, Sean McDermott, if you don't think this guy wants this game, dude. Oh, yeah. He this guy wants yet, this man. game, man. He's yet to beat them. They're killing his playoff percentage wins. Well, he was <laughs> he was a coach under Andy Reid too, so you, yeah. you know how that that means a yeah, lot. Yeah, they the have guy, they man. have crazy respect for each other too. Oh, absolutely, they, they really sure they do. do. And he has a ton of respect for Andy Reid. He mentions him all the time. Um, yeah, yeah, they yeah. do. This is a hump we we desperately need to get over. I think. Yeah. Um, I mean, if we lose this game, um, it's going to definitely be disappointing for all Bills fans, for sure. Um, it's not the end of the, the season by no means, but right. to get over this hump will mean uh, – it won't mean, I, I don't think, the same type of thing as getting over the Patriots, right? but it's kind of in that realm. You know what I mean? Like, it's th- there's this one team standing in front of us. Yep. You know, we we got to get over them. That roadblock. Yeah. And uh, I will say this. It's not a man crush. I do respect Kyle Brandt. Sometimes he says things in ways that are better than I could do it. And one of the things he mentioned today was, if not Sunday, when? When are you going to beat this team? If not this Sunday. 
when you guys are flying high, they appear to be vulnerable. Don't don't give them that chance to get into this game. Just take the lead, run away with it, and just get them off your back, man. Just do it. Because if not now, when? When's the yeah. next opportunity? You're going to wait till a championship game? Because that may be the next time you see them. Yeah. So, yeah, and I agree with them 100%, man. If not now, when are you going to do it? Yeah. Go beat them. Get it over with. Be 100%. Done with it. What about uh, we're going to do a quick player of the game, either offense or defense, pick a guy that you like you think could really show off well, this weekend? I think uh, it's not cliche, but it could be. But uh, I think this game is going to be a ginormous game for, for Josh Allen. I think he wants to come into this game and he wants to go toe-to-toe with Pat Mahomes or prove that he could be better than Pat Mahomes. So I, I, I think Josh Allen knows that. I think in his head he is going to be – extremely fired up for this game well prepared and i i think if we win this game you're going to see a ginormous game from from josh offensively uh defensively i will probably go with just i our defensive line i guess i want to just see um in general the whole line in general yeah, yeah just i mean because we we just we struggled so bad last year about with getting pressure on pat mahomes uh both games so um defensively defensive line if you guys can step up this game and, and show what you can really do, Ep- <laughs> Epinesa, Rousseau, yeah. you know, all these guys. So, yeah, just fired up to see it, man. What do you think, man? Uh, yeah, I'm like I said earlier, I'm really rooting for Dawson Knox. I want to see yeah. him put up a touchdown every single game this year, and I think he can <laughs> do it. crazy, you know? But yeah. it would be awesome. How about defense? Anybody on defense, you think? Uh, nothing too specific. I mean, they're yeah. all just such standout guys. I mean, yeah. I just want to see them perform like they've been performing, and that'll make me happy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and on offense, I think I would like to see uh, Devin Singletary have that that 100-yard game finally. You know, I know it's going to be uh, split carries, things like that, but I think with Josh Allen and the respect that he's earned as a quarterback, may give us some opportunities to get into that second level. And I think that if we can do that, Devin Singletary could break off a couple of 20, 30-yard runs. And uh, and maybe even uh, it won't be 100 yards rushing, maybe it'd be a few yards from scrimmage, a screenplay or something like that too. Um, but I think he'll have a big game. Defense, I'm with you. A.J. Epinesa, as far as that line goes, I would love to see him have another big game. He really seems to have – Spent the entire offseason, you know, building his physique and trying to get better, and it it has showed up. You know, beyond that, Trey White, man, I want to see him, you know, maybe maybe uh, keep Tyree Kill under wraps for the most part. Keep him down to 50, 60 yards or something like that. Give him four or five catches, but make him short, not really matter much. Yep. I was thinking the same thing with Trey White, too. Yeah. Yeah, big time. So anything else, guys? I think that's pretty much it, man. Wrapping it up. Yeah. All right, Jay, tell them how to how to listen to the podcast. Uh, look for us on social, Facebook, Twitter, etc. at ETD Buffalo. Look for us on anchor.fm forward slash ending the drought and anywhere else you can find podcasts. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We are extremely excited for this week, Sunday night at the Chiefs. This is a big one, guys. So we're going to end it with where else would you rather be than right here, right now? Go Bills. Go Bills. Go Bills.